Welcome to Subject Matter, where we help leaders navigate the tricky waters of building a company. We are shining a light on the subtleties that unlock empathetic communication, letting you build powerful relationships. I'm your host, Ben Bradbury, the founder of Astutely. Let's get started. Whether it's with freshly signed customers or new hires, Building rapport is an essential part of creating connection with new relationships. If we're not able to build rapport, it becomes incredibly hard to connect. And I have to ask you, what relationships are you leaving on the table due to a lack of connection? What could that lack of rapport potentially be costing you? Through creating real rapport, we create powerful relationships. And on today's episode, radio personality and podcast host Jordan Harbinger offers us two practical techniques to help spark rapport with new relationships. For our first story, let's begin with a key principle. The best way to be interesting is to be interested in other people. This concept originally came from Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, over a century ago. And radio personality Jordan Harbinger gives us a modern spin on this technique, a modern way to apply it, what he calls FEW. And it's a convenient to remember acronym, F-E-W, standing for Facts, Emotions, Why. When you're trying to build rapport with a new relationship, trying to create that all-important connection, follow these three steps in how you communicate with them. Step number one, ask about the facts. So you can ask them, where are you working these days? How long have you worked there? What's your background? This is just laying the foundation for what's to come. Then step number two, ask for emotions. How do you like working at this place? What's your biggest challenge working there? How did you feel when you got the job? And then third and finally, when you've laid enough of that groundwork and you've built up that trust and rapport, then you can ask them why. What makes you do that kind of work? What makes you want to get up in the morning? Was there something that you learned when you were younger that sparked an interest in doing work in this industry? So let's break this down. Step number one, the facts, just gets the person comfortable talking about themselves. Now, this doesn't have to be a hard question. This can be something simple that is easy to come up with. But a word of warning for you, if you just stick to the facts in your conversation, it's going to make for a pretty boring conversation. Where this gets interesting, in my opinion, is the follow-up emotion-based questions, because these elicit emotional answers. Facts are easy to process for our rational brains, but emotions drive action. And forming an emotional connection means forming a real bond. In this series, we're going to be exploring the subtleties around building that emotional connection. So stay tuned for plenty more content on how to use emotions to drive action. Our third and final step, asking why, this is like the nail in the coffin that makes it a real connection. Because if you understand why someone's doing something, you understand the way they see the world. And when you're able to empathize with their beliefs and clearly articulate them, this is when prospects decide to do business with you, talent decides to work for you, and investors decide to fund you. 
In other words, as a business leader, this is where the magic happens, when people feel understood. But remember, this connection is only possible because you started small. And that's why it's a logical sequence. You start with the simple facts, then move on to the emotions, and finally connect over what, why they do what they do. So that's the first technique for you. But Jordan Harbinger has another simple yet powerful technique that we can use to build rapport. And this is what he calls the question-answer statement. Most of us approach conversations mentally in our heads by thinking we're going to alternate between questions and answers. The truth is that this can lead to a pretty boring conversation, like when we stick to step one of just exchanging the facts in the few technique, facts, emotions, why. So let's simulate when we just stick to question, answer, question. So this is where I might say, where do you work? And you say, I work at a school. I say, how long have you worked there? And you say, two years. Now, this kind of clunky back and forth, if we don't get out of that first step of facts, we don't transition to step two of few to emotions, these purely biographical facts where we're just collecting data doesn't lead to any connection. So instead, Jordan Harbinger advises us to use question-answer statement, which then leads into the next question. So, for example, rather than having question-answer-question, that same conversation that I just mentioned with question-answer-statement might go something like, so where do you work? I work at a school. Oh, that's cool. My mum was a teacher, actually. Are you a teacher there as well? Or I might say, where do you work? I work at a school. Oh, I would find teaching so interesting. I love teaching people different subjects, actually. So are you a teacher there? So here's the key subtlety, guys. The statement offers something to link the conversation together. Question-answer statement connects the dots with your interests and the person's interests. So it's not just a one-way interview, it's a two-way connection and two-way conversation where both people are listening and both people are being present. This is at the heart of empathetic communication. Remember our original advice. The best way to be interesting is to become interested in the other person. So by treating the other person as interesting with statements instead of questions, you're validating their worldview. You're showing them that they care. And this leads to connection. So as Jordan Harbinger would say, you can use the question-answer statement to throw your conversation partner a freaking bone. If you're feeling awkward around new people asking static questions, chances are that they're feeling just as awkward around you as well. And that's why using QAS, question-answer statement, you'll find it so much easier to connect and for other people to connect with you. Amateurs see building rapport as a one-way conversation. Pros see rapport as a two-way connection. And that's the difference. Make no mistake that master communicators have been building rapport like this for hundreds of years. And after enough rapport, when you've laid enough foundation, built enough trust, this can lead to a new client, a new hire, or a new key relationship that you've been trying to make. Jordan Harbinger gives us two practical techniques for building rapport fast. Number one, using the formula of facts, emotions, why, when opening conversations. And number two, the question-answer statement, when we choose to dive deeper. But here's the best part. 
For a live case study of these techniques in action, you can just listen to an episode of his show. Harbinger will start by building rapport routinely in his interviews by probing for facts. He's asking about his guest's background, asking for some context if they've got a book to promote and what that's about. He gives the listener basic but very necessary context to feel like they're a part of the conversation. And then he brings out his pickaxe and starts digging for the emotions behind it as his guests slowly but surely start sharing stories about their experiences and what it means to them. And then at this point, about halfway through, he's ready to ask why. If they're promoting a book, he'll ask why that book matters to them. We get to the heart of the matter and listeners end up understanding exactly what motivates his guest, which ultimately forms deeper connection. And with the question-answer statement, listeners get to connect with both the guest and Jordan Harbinger. Because he's not just firing off questions, but actually taking the time to respond with statements saying, oh nice, I think this, or that's interesting, I actually have a related experience like this, he gets to build a relationship with the host and the guest, which is a rarity in the podcasting world. I think it says a lot that Jordan Harbinger is open enough to share the powerful techniques he uses with his audience. It's a living proof that he practices what he preaches and ultimately that his teachings work. The right questions unlock connection. Lay a foundation with facts, open up with emotions, and then dig into why the person is doing something. It's these subtle changes, my friends, that add up to a big difference in the relationships that you build. Hey, it's Ben here. Just before you head off, one quick thing. We love connecting with our listeners. And if you've learned something today, we'd love to hear what you took away by writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. Five-star ratings make a big difference in helping Subject Matters message grow. And we're curious to know what you took away from today's episode, as that will help us create even more useful content for you in the future. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time for another episode of Subject Matter.